0: happy friday everybody this is your host chris morales with off the bookshelf episode three today we will be discussing the four agreements by don miguel ruiz this is a book i find myself constantly coming back to and is a very quick and easy read i highly recommend if you get the opportunity to pick it up Um, there's a lot you can take from it and implement into your life so today i'm going to help you digest the material and provide some guidance on how to put these four agreements that ruiz talks about into practice So the basis of the book comes from this ancient Tolik knowledge, which is a way of life passed down for many generations. Ruiz begins the novel with the story of the Smoky Mirror. Smoky Mirror is a human on the quest to find more out of life. He came to this realization in which he was able to see himself in every living thing, from the stars to other human beings. Everyone around him noticed this change, and he was free of judgment and just radiating energy just full of life. However, no one understood how they can make this change for themselves. And Smoky Mirror discovers that everyone is a mirror and has the potential to see themselves in everything. But what's preventing them from that potential is this fog or smoke that's in between that mirror. And then for me, I feel like that fog or smoke represents the barrier we put up between ourselves and other people. This could be any fear, doubt, insecurities, or traumas that we are dealing with. You know, we're kind of stuck in this dream. And I think John Legends has it best with this quote, Living is easy with eyes closed, misunderstanding all you see. So how do we get out of this dream state and maximize our potential of living a fulfilling life? So as children, we don't have the opportunity to choose our beliefs. We learn what is right versus what is wrong, what is normal versus what is weird, what is beautiful versus what is ugly. And as we begin to come into these agreements with these beliefs, we store that information for future use and future decisions. And this process of human domestication, which Ruiz calls it, forces us to live a life through a specific lens, we are told how to live constantly by our parents, from our peers, from school, from television, and the social media. We begin to pretend to please others just and just become a copy of what others would want to see. We develop this thing called the book of law, which Ruiz puts it, which is a belief system that controls our lives. It's kind of like a set of rules for our lives and guides our decisions, and we come to these agreements within this book of law, and whenever someone or something challenges those beliefs, we feel threatened or unsafe. We then begin to punish ourselves constantly for not living up to those beliefs. I know I fall victim to this. How many of you or remind others of mistakes that they've made? You know, we let it eat at us, beat ourselves up for it, focus on the negatives in people. And we as humans just have such a powerful memory that it kind of haunts us if we just let it drain us of this emotional energy. So Ruiz talks about how fear, suffering, and this emotional drainage controls this dream state that we're in. He equates this dream to living in hell. It's chaotic, a place of punishment, and contains all those aspects previously mentioned. Everyone is on the search for truth, justice, and beauty in life. We keep searching and searching, but ultimately that way of life is within ourselves. If you think about some of the happiest people on this earth, it's not about how much money they have, their possessions, how many places they've traveled to, how many friends they have, but rather they find happiness in who they are and what they have and express the happiness to everyone they meet. I think that's a very powerful way of living. You know, you want to be comfortable with who you are and the morals and characteristics that you embody. I believe that allows you to find purpose and the type of person you want to become in this world and the impact you could potentially make on others. So Ruiz goes on to discuss how death isn't the biggest fear humans face, but rather being alive and expressing who you really are. We are always taught to satisfy others, live by other people's views, And we have this fear of not being accepted or not being good enough. And we put up this false mask and we reject ourselves before we think others might reject us. It's that self-rejection of who we truly are and the way we want to express ourselves in the light of everyone's eyes. Most of the agreements we made are based off the belief of others or society. And the most important agreements are the ones that we make with ourselves. So Ruiz comes up with four agreements to live in a state of heaven versus hell. The first agreement that comes into play is being impeccable with your word. Our words are so powerful that we can manifest anything into reality. And these words can be used to hurt people. A case of this could be uh, with Hitler in which he was able to convince his whole party that the atrocities that he committed were right and just. On the flip side of that, you can see how words really empower you to achieve uh, goals that are attainable for you and that are good. One thing that comes to mind is uh, Drake. I remember there was a Uh, a certain video where he was able to talk about how he was able to manifest his current home which he lives in and it was just through repetitive statements saying I'm going to live here one day he would even tell others uh, whether he was with his, his girl his parents and he would drive through that same sheet where the house was and just really convince others that you know this is going to be my house in the future so our minds are just like plants whatever seeds we put in whatever soil we use whatever water we're with will dictate how it would grow So is it going to be a plant filled with love, or a plant filled with hate, rejection, or despair? So what does impeccability mean? Ruiz describes it as living without sin. No matter if you have a religious background, sins are actions or statements that go against yourself and your beliefs. To be impeccable is to take responsibility for your actions, but at the same time, you do not judge or blame yourself. So being impeccable with your word is staying true to your word. However, we often use words to curse, blame, find, Guilty or destroy. It's important to realize how you talk and respond to others. Are you a person that adds value to someone's life, provides words of encouragement, gratitude, and purpose? Are you someone that talks down on others and verbally abuses them? To build immunity from others when they talk down on your name, you need to be sure of yourself and the characteristics that you embrace. A way to do this is with affirmations every day, telling yourself you're confident, you're beautiful, you're outgoing, you're fun, you're happy. Affirmations will allow you to know at the end of the day your words mean the most and prioritize how you view yourself, not others. Moving on to the second agreement is don't take things personally. I think many people struggle with it. I do as well. I think it's because we're really prideful and are always constantly being judged or we judge ourselves very harshly and are constantly comparing our lives to others, especially when it comes to social media. So how do we build that immunity? To hurt hurtful words or people trying to bring us down. Staying true to your word and what you see in yourself and the type of person you like to become. It's hard to be vulnerable with yourself and admit your weaknesses or insecurities, but once you focus on your strengths and the type of characteristics you want to develop, you'll eventually become it. Your word at the end of the day is what matters most, so make it a habit to not take things personally. In doing so, you don't care what others have to say and you live on your own terms and find a state of bliss. The third agreement Ruiz mentions, is don't make assumptions. The problem with assumptions is that we come to agreements with them before we even have a chance to validate that belief and ensure it's true. This leads to a lot of conflicts. Ruiz caused gossiping emotional poison with your word, spreading lies, hurt, and drama. And just like a wildfire, it spreads, and that word could be further twisted, damaging a person's reputation and defamation of character. That's why it's always important to ask for clarifications or just keep things to yourself. Usually when people open up to you, it's because they trust you with that information. Making assumptions is one of the key reasons why many relationships fail. Often we make assumptions about what our partners want and what they feel. In addition, we have different viewpoints on love and how we experience that love. I'm a firm believer in love languages, and that's why it's important to understand how your partner expresses and receives love. As well as how you align your goals of a healthy relationship with your partners, making that verbal and understanding what you can do for your partner, not so much what they could do for me. It's all about having clear communication. Another problem with assumptions is within ourselves. We reject ourselves before others may or may not reject us. We think they'll judge us in the same context that we judge ourselves and close off ourselves before people really have a chance to get to know who we truly are. The fourth agreement that Ruiz talks about is always do your best. Ruiz tells the story of a master and a monk who wants to transcend his suffering. He tells the master, how long will it take him to transcend if he meditates for four hours a day? The master replied, around 10 years. The monk then said, okay, what if I meditate for eight hours a day? How long will it take then? The master then replied, "Uh, eight hours a day would take 20 years. The monk was shocked. Why will it take longer to to transcend if I meditate more? The master replied, you're not here to sacrifice your joy or your life. You are here to live. To be happy and to love If you could do your best In two hours of meditation But you spend eight hours instead You only grow tired Miss the point And won't enjoy your life Do your best And perhaps you will learn That no matter how long you meditate You can live Love And be happy So that's a really important And powerful quote Because by living And doing your best You're going to be more productive You're going to treat yourself right You're going to be doing What's best for your family Your community and everything you interact with. Doing your best allows freedom. Uh, You no longer care what others think of you or your work. The only opinion that matters is your own. So start living for yourself rather than what others uh, view you as. You owe it to yourself to be loved, to be happy, and to take a risk and do your best. You may not always stay true to these four agreements that Ruiz mentions, but as long as you know you did your best at the end of the day to stay committed and challenge yourself, then that's okay. Everything takes time and repetition to becomes second nature. So are you ready to let go of those past agreements filled with doubt and fear? Are you ready to live a life where you're free to be yourself and build upon that belief that you don't need others to justify your existence and be rid of that inner conflict and show the world what you're made of and make your presence felt? It's possible to find that state of bliss. Ruiz ends it with this quote. It's possible to change your agreements and dream a different dream. Just like suffering... Happiness is a choice to live in hell or to live in heaven. Your choice. All right. Thank you, everyone who gave this podcast a listen. I truly appreciate the support, the shares, the feedback. My goal for these podcasts is if I could just make an impact on one person for the day then I'm satisfied. It's not about the streams or the likes. It's something I generally enjoy doing. I hope you can all implement these four agreements into your life. Pick up the book and uh, maybe even make some new agreements for uh, you to follow. Tell a friend. Have them written down so you're reminded every day to commit to them. I wish you all nothing but happiness and success. This is Chris signing off for Off the Bookshelf. Till next time.